Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. And most importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. Week 9 is in the book, so we're here to recap things and look ahead to Week 10. You can check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports, and I am on Twitter at Pediatric Boggs. How are we doing, man? You, I, I, I'm, just happy. I'm just happy they've squeaked it out for you. Woo, that was uh, real close. Um, the Steelers should never have lost to the Bears. They got every single call and uh, still had to kick a you know uh, field goal at the end of the game to win it and then still almost lost on you know a field goal attempt at the end of the game. Uh, Justin Fields uh, really breaking out in this game, and I think Matt Nagy did just enough to not get fired before the bye week. So yeah, that's I think we'll see him week. for the rest of the year. That's two straight weeks for Justin Fields. Like last week was no Nagy, so that was part of the joke. But right, that's two straight weeks we started to see the one who used those legs. It took a half outside. in this yeah. game. Yeah, it took true. a half, but but true. but I mean, he looked good. I, if th- there was a fifth quarter, the Steelers would have got blown out. Yeah. So no, he's uh, he start he's starting to come along. So that's a. Uh, Going to be good to see going forward, but a uh, quick recap of some things that took place. What's wrong with the Buffalo Bills? I mean, you just take this week and throw it into the, the entire garbage week sucked. for the entire week all sucked. the teams. Yes. I mean, it was the weirdest. Nothing worked out the way that anyone thought it would in any game. Uh, what was the one game that worked out? The Patriots beating the crap out of the Panthers? Pretty much. That was it. Okay. The, so the Bills will just have like a brain fart week. Uh, I mean, That's, yeah. The, this is what happens to them. And someone was asking just like, you know, who are the good teams in the AFC? And everyone was like, they, they asked that on Sunday night football. And they're like, Baltimore, I guess, you know, like yeah. <laughs> it's hard took to them, pick out. Took them overtime. They were trailing Minnesota for a while. Yeah. It, so it, 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 it's hard to pinpoint, uh, you know, a good team who, who the, so they lost to the, the Titans, the Steelers and the Jags. Yeah. So, I just uh, in ninety six. The, the, the Titans are the good team in the AFC right now. I think really the problem, the uh, the problem with the Jags, what or with the Bills against the Jags was they completely abandoned the running game. You know they ran the ball five times with Allen, six times with Singletary, three times with Moss. This was a nine to six game. They weren't out of it, so run the damn ball. I I mean you keep putting Josh Allen the the good Josh Allen in yesterday's game, uh, the Jaguars, Josh Allen in position to make plays and he'll make them. But if you run the ball up the gut against a weak defensive line, that's bad against the run. You can get some stuff done. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, they, they, I think they abandoned the run way too early. Uh, I think time of possession also went to Jacksonville. If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, no, it went to Buffalo slightly, but I think most of the first half went to Jacksonville, but, it doesn't matter. You can't be losing games to Jacksonville. They're miserable. No. So, um, unacceptable. I, I, yeah, it's an unacceptable loss if you're a Bills fan for sure. Yeah, nine to six to top it off. Like, there wasn't even a touchdown. It was just brutal. Absolutely. I mean, if I told you the Steelers and Bills had the same record, 
You, you, I mean, there's no way you'd be like, no, no way. Not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah. And they but, do. Uh, yeah, that's a wild one. The Cowboys losing to the Broncos 30-16 to 16 when Dak returned, and um, that was another ugly, ugly. The Broncos were in full control. Like That was garbage time for the Cowboys. It was a dominating Broncos performance. So uh, Javante Williams finally uh, looking like a pretty pretty good little running back there, huh? Well, I think, you know, it, it's he does look good, but Melvin Gordon looks, you know, he had more carries than scored the touchdown. So uh, they're – I think that's what they should have been doing most of the time. Now, I'll tell you what I don't like is Cortland Sutton only getting one target. I was yeah. very surprised at that. But, um, you know, it, how can you argue with it? It, it worked for them. And uh, they won that game on defense with no Von Miller. And you just don't expect a team to respond like that after, you know, after losing and trading one of their team captains and their Super Bowl MVP and all that stuff. I, it was just surprising to see them respond on a road in a road game and beat Dallas. So I, I have to say that I was fairly shocked by that result. Yeah. Zeke got hurt. It was just an ugly, well, most of these games are ugly fantasy performances. So yeah. definitely something to monitor going forward, like Raiders and giants, the giants barely threw a pass to the uh, a wide receiver. No. So that was, that was fun. But what about chargers Eagles? Um, it was uh, just Justin Herbert threw a, a over 80% completion rate. I think as I saw it was the fifth quarterback this season. The Eagles have allowed to throw over 80% completion rate. Are the Chargers back? Uh, I don't think they're back. They almost lost to Philly. Like, Philly's not good, man. And, um, you know, it took a field goal with five seconds left to beat them. And um, I, I, don't, I don't think the Chargers are that good, particularly on defense. You know, we've seen Philly really struggle to move the ball. They scored 24 points in this game. Jalen Hurts had 162 yards passing. So this game to me is a lot like the Steelers beating the Bears. You know what I mean? Like it's a win and you'll take it, but it's ugly. And, and you know, I mean, a win is beautiful anyway. You get it in the NFL, but if we're looking for fantasy purposes and for against the spread purposes and just to see how the future of your team holds up for this year, I don't know. I don't think the Chargers are great either. I think it's a pretty open competition, the AFC. Are you buying into Jordan Howard? I think you have to for now. Um, I don't, uh, I, but I don't know if they're just going to keep going back and forth, depending on game to game. They play the Broncos this week. You would think after what they did to the run game in Dallas, that you would go back to Jordan Howard because he's your bigger back. Um, my, I think Miles Sanders has the, I, I think he can come off the IR this week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I don't know if he will, we haven't heard much of that situation yet. So, uh, that's going to be an interesting game for sure. I had a couple stats saved up on Cortland Sutton, so I'm going to backtrack for a second, but I, I finally found them while we were talking. Uh, two things that stood out today because I knew we'd end up talking about them. In the three games with Jerry Judy this season, Cortland Sutton has a total of 12.3 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. The six games without Judy, he averaged almost 17 per game. Um, and then Cortland Sutton has finished outside the top 60 at wide receiver in all three games Jerry Judy has played. I it's it's a I think it's correlation, not causation. So, okay. uh, I, because it's only three games, right. Yeah, uh, I and I can't believe that with a weapon that has been that good for them, that they're just going to toss it aside because Judy came back. Now this game, they didn't have to throw in the second half because they were winning. So sure. I think that's a big part of it. I, I get, I guarantee you against, uh, Philly, he will have more than those 12.3 points. I will put it on the line. Ooh, Portland like Sutton will have more like than twelve point three PPR points against Philly for sure. I think I found uh, Bogman's touchdown candidate this week. Just kidding. Um, Cardinals Niners. We already had no um, no Kyler, Ooh. no Hop, 
Now Edmund goes out with a high ankle sprain, and that noise you hear, folks, is Bogman's boy, James Conner, going bananas and probably going to uh-uh. win people fantasy championships. No, no, it's not James Conner. I lo- look, James Conner's great, and I love him, is and I'm Eno excited Benjamin for him. For you? With, no. Okay. One more. One more guess. Look, what, what's up here? What's up here above my head? I mean, I got to go back to your screen. Oh, your boy Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Pow, 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 pow. Colt McCoy <laughs> with a big win. That's right. So I was, uh, I was excited about my boy Colt uh, get, getting that win and getting the start and uh, putting on a little bit of a show. So yeah, they um, dominated. Yeah, they dominated the Niners. The Niners, uh, you know, not looking great right now. But uh, Colt McCoy and the Arizona Cardinals go in and win eight and one a, a road game. And James Conner, look. This is not a surprise to me that James Conner went nuts. The thing to me, and I think why it was working so perfectly in Arizona, was because you don't want him to touch the ball as many times as he did in this game. It was necessity here that he got, what was it, 26 touches? So he can do this, and he can go nuts in 26 touches. He cannot do that for a full season. He has proved it. He's one, he's one of my favorite players in the NFL, if not my favorite. Uh, Najee is quickly becoming one of my favorite players. But I mean, TJ Watts, my favorite player. Come on. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but anyway, uh, Connor will, he can do it for a month, but you want Chase Edmonds to come back because Connor will go to, if you're a Cardinals fan, I mean, if you're fantasy, you'll take what you get with James Connor, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, you love him as a RB1 2 option moving forward here. But, uh, you know, it, it's going to make Eno. Uh, a pretty decent option, I think, for about a month as well. And, and the only reason Eno is because Jonathan Ward got hurt a couple yep. weeks ago, and, and he's out for an extended period of time. So uh, Connor is great, and uh, Eno might be a pickup if if Chase Edmonds going to miss a decent amount of time. Yeah, it stings because uh, in a very deep league I'm in, I dropped Eno two weeks ago. So <laughs> that's going to be a fun one to try to get back. I had to. That, yeah, uh, I mean, he, by, I think he was in that week nine by Gittin or whatever. It was, um, yeah, I, I had no choices. But yeah. uh, any other takeaways, like the Falcons get the dub on the Saints. It was a weird week. We had uh, the Vikings, Ravens went to overtime. That kind of, the Browns out of nowhere just demolished. The, but you got your escalator of sadness. Um, oh, yeah, that was great. Texas Dolphins, you know, Tua misses with the fractured uh, finger, supposedly throw throwing the ball Monday, Tuesday. Uh, Green Bay. So whatever. Uh, yeah. uh, I think the two things that uh, well, we didn't even talk about the Rams and Titans, which was just shocking, you know. Yeah. And well, the, the Titans was shocking. Yeah, I mean the Rams have the the two games they dropped. Uh, you know, you look back at that Cardinals one, and okay, the Cardinals were undefeated and all that stuff. Both of them were at home, which is a little surprising to me. Um, and as decent sized favorites. Well, let me let me let me say too. one thing about that. The biggest concern about having a team in LA for years is there's so many different fan bases there. Yeah, because so they didn't have a team for so city. long. Right. Yeah. So it, that that could be take away a little of the home field this. Yeah, I think but against I don't think the Titans travel well, true, you know. True. Nashville uh, did, yeah, true. I, I mean, you know, uh, I'm sure they they're decent contingency there, but uh, like in Dallas you could hear the Bronco fans, which was surprising for a Broncos game, um, you know, or for a Cowboys game. I mean, at home, so um, they just flat ass lost that game. The offense didn't look good. You know, uh, Matt Stafford reverted to Detroit. Matt Stafford. It was really weird. And Henderson got a little nicked up too. Uh, just a strange game. And the Chiefs continue to suck. They won thirteen to seven. Yeah. But Bad, I guarantee, though, if Aaron Rodgers is in that game, they lose by a lot of points. So. Um, I don't know what the solution is, but at least the defense played well this week. So you, ugly wins are still wins for NFL fans, but nothing worked against the spread and fantasy games were weird. 
So yeah, it was sure. a very bizarre week. I uh, yeah, I had some struggles, struggle buses for sure. It's um, like actually, everyone was hung over this week, is what it felt like. That's what it felt like. It was like, okay, we had an extra week of the season. Here's our second buy. Right. We're just, just going to call it good. <laughs> everyone was just taking it. Right. Yeah. We we wanted it. You didn't want to give it to us. Well, here we are. So that's <laughs> that's what it felt like. So, uh, yeah, wild week. We'll see what week 10 brings us. But we will recap the week nine um, winning optimal perfect lineup over on DraftKings here. And uh, as you'd expect, overtime had a big impact on this one. Lamar Jackson leads the way at quarterback, followed by Joe Mixon. Nick Chubb had a monstrous game. Uh, he had Keenan Allen because we said, you know, Herbert went crazy there because he couldn't yeah. miss a, a completion. But then Devontae Smith had a sighting. That was big. Olamidi Zacchaeus had a big one. And then George Kittle's back. James Conner, of course, had to be there. He was the leading points getter on the week, uh, at least in the perfect lineups. And then the Browns defense, because there are some big defensive performances. The Chiefs put up big numbers. Um, the Cardinals were okay. I know the Dolphins put up some big numbers as well, but the Browns took it home. This lineup put up 251.14 points for $49,600, Bogman. I bet you were on all these players. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, who who wouldn't be on uh, Zacchaeus, you know, yeah. uh, a uh, running back wide receiver out of Virginia who uh, has done a whole lot in his career besides be a return man. I mean, look, Zacchaeus has actually showed up a couple times. But no one expected two touchdowns from him, especially on three catches. So that's surprising. No one expected. Um, I mean, Cleveland's defense is good, right? But yeah, but not like that. Uh, but not like that. We thought it was going to be the other. I thought it was going to be the other way around because Cleveland's mm-hmm. offense looks so pathetic against Pittsburgh. So uh, I thought, you know, uh, they need they needed a little time to get healthy. But nope, they went in and just smacked the Bengals. Uh, Keenan Allen's not a surprise any week. Lamar's not a surprise any week. Those ones weren't shocking. Who was the tight end? Uh, Kittle back fifty two hundred bucks. We talked about That's this right. last week. That that mid tier price is what's been kind of popular in the big lineups. And they got down. You know, they yep. got down a, a lot. So, uh, you know, he played a big part in the comeback. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, weird week results with a weirder perfect lineup. I would say. So uh, there's a tweet from Scott Barrett, who's a very smart uh, fantasy football analyst out there. And I wanted to uh, portray this for people that want to know just how weird week nine was. Um, he he made a lineup with the chalkiest at each position and totaled it up and then did the least chalky each position and totaled it up and just check this out. So Josh Allen was your chalkiest quarterback on DK, 12.6 points. Austin Eckler, 11.2. Elliott, 12.6. At the wide receiver, Tyree Kill, five points. Amari Cooper, 5.7. Renfro got 17.9. So he paid, he's like the only guy that paid off in this lineup. Yeah. T. Higgins at flex at 13.8. And then Albert O at 6.5. You go to the, and that was a total of 240.4% of ownership for 85 points. <laughs> now you go to the contrarian plays here. Matt Ryan, 0.3% ownership, 31.5. James Conner, Melvin Gordon, Devontae Smith was only 1.3%. Zacchaeus was 0.1%. Um, Malik Turner, not rostered at all, 0%. Yeah. Tim Patrick and George Kittle. George Kittle was 1% rostered. Um, this total roster, I said, I remember I said the first one was 240.4%. Yeah. 7.2%. Oh my put up, God. <laughs> and they put up 198.6 <laughs> points. They put up 113 more points than the chalky lineup. Ugh. Well, that, yeah, that, that, what did I say up. when we started, Bob? Take yep. this week. Throw it in the trash. That's, so. that's why I, I see these things and like I put them in like some chats and stuff. So I save them for later because I just want to like bring it to everyone's attention if they, they're frustrated or there's something happened. Like this is what happened. Right. <laughs> like you're not alone. And um, 
like cash games this week, I did very well in, and they did not score high because you play a lot of chalk and cash, and it worked just yeah. fine. But tournaments, you had to get weird. It was a, it was a definitely a strange one to say the least. Um, any other takeaways from this main lineup? Because like I, I get it, and you could and there's even correlation here. Like you have Cincy, Cleveland running backs. You had um, you know Chargers, Philadelphia receivers. And then, the, and then you had Kittle and Connor. So you have like many correlations here, but overall, like well, you have I Cleveland, think Cleveland's defense and Mixon still went nuts. Outside of Zacchaeus, um, who who are the wideouts in, in the good lineup again? Um, Allen, Smith, and Zacchaeus. Yeah. So Smith is very talented. So is Allen. Kittle's obviously. And Connor, if he gets all the carries, we know he can do this. So I think outside of Zacchaeus, it's not surprising to see this lineup go nuts. It's just unexpected with the way all of these guys have been playing and the way you script out that game. Like, you know, you think with no, um, you know, with, with no uh, Kyler Murray that they're going to go to Edmonds a lot. Well, Edmonds gets hurt on the first play, the first snap yeah. of the game. He gets hurt. So, you know, uh, 26 touches. Um, the, the Cardinals get a big lead on the Niners and George Kittle's part of the big comeback. I mean, that's all George Kittle's number one tight end with a fumble in there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's not like he looked fantastic. He just he produced. So uh, Matt Ryan, I think might be the most shocking out of all those guys playing yeah. against, uh, you know, playing against new Orleans. But I think that's another team that 100% scrapped the run. Uh, you yeah. know, they, they, well, they had 18 rush attempts, but they just had no success, but they didn't give up on it. And they won. Right. Yep. Unlike Buffalo, who gave up on their run game and lost. And lost. So uh, just, uh, you know, 18 rushes for 23 yards for the Falcons running backs in that game. Ugly, ugly, ugly. And for you FanDuel folks out there, it's pretty much the same lineup minus two differences. It's it's Lamar, Chubb, Mixon as normal. Devontae Smith, Zacchaeus. But instead of Allen, someone on FanDuel actually rostered Malik Turner. So that was entertaining. I'd, I'd love to shake that guy's hand. Or well, I think also when it says 0%, that just means less than one full. Well, no, that was on a DraftKings thing. Now we're on the FanDuel. I understand. But someone I, actually rostered him. But what I'm saying is when it says 0%, it's kind of yeah. like in Yahoo too. It's just, it's less than one full percent. That's all. So people rostered him, but I mean, probably less than 500 total, you know. And then um, they used Kittle, they used Connor, but then instead of the Browns defense, they used the Patriots. Okay. Um, well, it all worked. Another big score. Oh. Like there's a ton of scoring defenses this week, so that's why some people say scrap the defenses. But um, yeah, tons of fun there. It's a wild week. Takeaways from this week were were tricky. To say yeah, the least. Very tricky. Yeah. So we'll pass it on from there, and we'll look ahead uh, for future weeks. Here, remember, if you go to LineStar, you could check out the uh, what on FanDuel, DraftKings, even Yahoo on like the the trends for building the perfect lineups, like what works, quarter, like what stacks work, what price ranges have been most successful, so on and so forth. Really recommend checking that out. So it's a really cool tool. It opens my eyes to many options that you don't hear talked about as much. Like we talked about on DraftKings, like quarterback, running back, wide receiver stack is pretty good. Or on Fanduel, it's mainly always there's like barely ever running back in your stacks ever. Yeah, if you because like, PPR format. So just things to look at when you're working on different sites to uh, to check things out. All right, let's look ahead to week 10. We got the betting lines up here, Bogman. I don't know if you have them up as well, but I just used the, the link from last week. It was a, a nice nifty little setup for us there. And I'll, I'll kick us off a game that I'm going to be very sad and probably won't even watch because it'll ruin my night. Baltimore at Miami on Thursday night. This just reeks of just patheticness, but we'll see. Baltimore has laid some eggs this year. Currently, Miami's plus seven and a half. Uh, Tua is expected to play. We'll see. Seems to be he's the Byron Davis of football right now, it feels like. <laughs> so um, I, I don't know what to think, to tell you the truth. 
I mean, I think Baltimore rolls in this game. They should. They, they really they, should. Yeah. And I, you know what? I'm also going to scrap the, uh, you know, weird logic of last week. I'm just not going to buy in. I'm going to go right back to thinking what I normally think. I'm not going yeah, to make any adjustments for a wacky ass week. I'm not going to do it. So I think Baltimore rolls in this game, even on the road. It's short preparation time. We know the Dolphins have not been great this year. They beat Houston by eight points with four turnovers from Houston. There were eight turnovers total in that game. You give the Baltimore Ravens three turnovers, you're going to get blown out. And I think yeah. something like that's going to happen. So I'm all about the Ravens in this one. And we got we have four teams on buys this week. The Bears, the Bengals, the Texans, and the Giants. So some of the, the worst teams in football are out this week. So at least that helps a little bit. But uh, we have some good ones. We have Tampa Bay and Washington. That uh, can Tampa Bay bounce back. That's going to be a fun one to see. Uh, you got Owen eight Detroit. You get you get a cupcake this week. Boggs Detroit Pittsburgh. Hmm. Pittsburgh's minus nine. Bogman. Oh, oh well, okay. You want to you want to hear why I'm worried about this game? Because <laughs> we just saw fan. we just saw what happened with Pittsburgh and Chicago. Right? Yep. Not great for my Steelers. And the Lions are coming off a bye week. They're going to have extra prep time, and they play games close against pretty much everybody. Yes, they so, do. So um, I'm legit worried about that game, uh, seeing the way the Steelers offense played. But, uh, you know, uh, when we get to it, I think I'm still going to end up laying the points because Detroit's not great. But I might take Detroit. That's a, Nine is a lot of points for a team that just doesn't have much on offense and really can't throw the ball deep at all. I mean, yep. even in that drive at the end of the game to kick the field goal, they dinked and dunked and tried to waste as much clock as they possibly could. So um, I, I don't like it for Pittsburgh. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, if they're not going to use Deontay Johnson, they're going to lose, I'll tell you that much, because it was yeah. pathetic tonight. They didn't use until the end, and it, it broke my heart because I needed him <laughs> in fantasy. But, um, yeah, we'll see. You know, Dan Campbell, so pop, so confident in his squad, he flat out said, we will not use our waiver priority one on OBJ. We will not do it. We do not need him on this team. So, yeah. <laughs> remember that. Um, Saints, Titans, this could be good if the Saints remember that Alvin Kamara is their best player. So that, that could be fun. Tennessee's they're like – I looked at the remaining schedule bogs and if they can get through this week, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Tennessee being favored by three points is absolutely right. Because if it was any more than that, I think I'm going to take the saints. Uh, and it's mainly because look, Tennessee just, yes, they went into LA and won, but this team also lost to the Jaguars, right? So they are the most Jekyll and Hyde of the nfl i think this year no so. it was the jaguars it was the jets they lost the jets you're right you're right yeah it was the jets uh, don't give Urban Meyer any more what credit than he doesn't deserve i mean that i mean that's worse right losing to the jets when i don't Zach know Wilson anymore i really don't know anymore to tell you the truth the urban Meyer's pathetic <laughs> they won this week so um yeah, look i i coming off a of bye week they got beat by 24 but uh then they beat buffalo by three points nine to six whatever um oh, I- all I know is the internet stays undefeated because the memes of CBS's thing saying mm. Bills six, Jaguars nine, and Urban Meyer coming out smiling with his hands raised, <laughs> and then the, the the memes that followed. Oh yeah, people. absolutely. Uh, I think uh, your early take is Tennessee here, just because I don't know. Simeon didn't look great, and they went to taste him for a drive. So is that in question? And the old adage goes: if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. So. I don't know what's going on with the Saints offense, so I'll, I'll probably stick with the Titans, but we'll dive a little deeper into that. 
Yeah, another big spread. We have Atlanta, Dallas. Dallas looking to bounce back after that pathetic performance. But, you know, the Falcons, we make fun of them a lot, but they've stuck with teams. Like, they even won last week. They stuck with the Bucks till late, and they just kind of finally blew it. I'm not saying they're going to win this game by any means, but nine points is going to be interesting to talk about. I'll tell you that much. Well, Falcons can score, right? Yeah. And, and it's not – I'm not talking about, like, you know, having the 22nd-ranked offense in uh, total yards and 21st in points. If you give them – a chance they will score points just like new Orleans did this week. So if you don't take, take care of the football and you are getting a lot of three and outs and stuff, Dallas is going to lose this game, but I think uh, they're going to be back on track. It's always hard to face a team that is much better than you coming off a loss because now they bow up and now they have a hard practice and now they go in focus. So I think Dallas wins this game going away. Yeah. I think it's going to be another big, um, Big Cordero Patterson week because they're going to be able to use him a lot in this one. So we saw the way Denver could run and then throw to the backs and stuff. I think it's going to be another big week for him. Be nice to see Kyle Pitts get going though. Really would because that's been a massive disappointment. Cleveland and New England. New England's minus one, and this just looks like a game I don't want anything to do with. Wrong team's favoring that one. Cleveland wins that one going away. Ooh, I love it. Love it. No. Buffalo and the Jets. I pray for the Jets. Like this is the third. <laughs> stri- at least this is at least. Okay, let me stop real quick. This is at least the third straight week. I don't remember past that. So it was Dolphins, then it was Jags, now it's New York. Buffalo's had a cupcake schedule, 13 or more point favorites in every single game, and I don't think they've covered the first two yet. Yeah, and look, um, who the hell's going to be the quarterback of the Jets here? Yeah, That's I think, the big question. Johnson looked good when he got in there, and Mike White looked good before Both getting of them hurt. look better than your boy Wilson. They, they have looked better than my guy, Zach Wilson, but I think they're going to go back to Zach Wilson, which means yeah. I'll probably Bill lay the roll. points and Bill's take Buffalo. <laughs> but but I don't – I hate that game. I'll say yeah. that. If they told me White or Johnson was quarterback, I'd really think about the plus 13. Let's put it that yeah. way. So, yeah, wait for the news. And the, the bad part, even last week, we said there's going to be tons of news, tons of news, and there was so much more news after we recorded all our shows. So just keep paying attention so to the news. Much. It's going to keep getting worse and worse as the year goes on, I have a feeling. So buckle up. Um, this is a fun one just for the fact it's a divisional game and the Colts look healthy finally. Jacksonville and the Colts, minus 10 and a half. A lot of big spreads. This is a trend this year, Boggs. Lots of big spreads. Yeah, it is. And um, uh, I think the Jaguars get back on track here and lose by more than 10. So, I was wondering where you're uh, going with yeah. that. Okay. Uh, we get back on the Fire Urban Meyer track. Yes. And look, choo, the Colts. Choo. Yeah, the, the Carson Wentz looks like a killer right now. Yeah. He looks focused. He looks good. And uh, I don't think Jacksonville stands a chance. And here. unlike the Bills, the Colts will keep running the ball with Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yeah. Or Naheem Hines or Marlon yes. Mack. Don't matter. They're Pick running the ball. Yeah, They're their running. offensive line is good. They're running it. Yep. They're going to run wild all over you like the ultimate warrior. Um, <laughs> Minnesota at Los Angeles. Minnesota, I love Minnesota for fantasy. And this total says it over under 51 and a half. I know the the Chargers have had some games where it's like defensive games, but more often than not, like we even saw 51 points last week. I think this is one of our games we're going to have circled for our our Friday podcast blogman as a stacking situation. Uh, I think you could stack both sides here because we just saw uh, how many rush yards did Philly have against the Chargers last week? It was um, 176, which is more than the 156 that led the league as an average for the Chargers, what are Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison going to do in this game to the Chargers? So uh, I I like Minnesota in that game, even on the road. 
Yeah, it's going to be a fun one right there. Uh, Carolina and Arizona might get Kyler back, hopefully get Hopkins back. If not, hey, Cole McCoy is fine against Carolina because it looks like Darnold's going to be out. They might want to let Kyler rest another week, honestly. Like, heal up. Heal Cole up. look good. Yeah, Cole that's what I'm good. saying. I'm saying let him heal up. Another 10-point spread. Yeah, I don't like this one um, because I have a lot of respect for the Panthers' defense, and uh, they're they're playing well. So I it all is really going to depend on uh, if Kyler is going to play in this game or not for Arizona and if he's 100% going in. But the good thing here is that Carolina just does not have an answer on offense. Sam Darnold looks lost. He looks bad. Looks yep. like nobody has any faith in him. Can you believe Robbie Anderson was yelling at him on the sideline? Can you believe that nonsense? You mean Dude, the you island dropped? Boy? You have dropped 10 passes this yeah. year. Shut your mouth and catch you, a sir, football. have no room to talk right now. Right. No, so, room. couldn't believe it. I mean, maybe he's trying to pump him up or something, but it did not come oh, across dude. like that. Okay. So. I say this on the ITL show a lot. If any of you listening are smart with like technology, I need the Island Boys with Robbie Anderson and OBJ. Make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen, people. It's right the there. Island Boys. Yes. And that's what it is. I'm kind of hoping it's Colt McCoy. It'll be a lot more fun this week. I'll tell you that much. A few more games here. Philadelphia and Denver. Denver minus two and a half is kind of a game that on paper, Philadelphia should show up, but it's Philadelphia. So like, it's like, probably it's the game to avoid altogether. Oh, hell yes. This is yeah. a coin flip game. This is a, hey, we just saw Devontae Smith look great. So now he catches one ball for 12 yards. You know what I mean? So I don't know what the hell to expect here. So this will be a runaway. You know what I, I do like? Corland Sutton to get more than 12 points. And the run game for Denver. I like both of those. Yeah, so you like Denver. Like, so like all the pieces of Denver's offense versus Philadelphia. Well, I yeah, I just don't <laughs> know. I don't know if Denver's defense can do it two weeks in a row. Yeah, that, that's you. that's the big question mark to me. So 100%. We'll um, the game of the week for me, because the storylines write themselves, and I'm not going to get into them, but they do. Seattle, Green Bay, Russell's coming back. Rodgers should be back. This is going to be fire. Uh, Rogers, the only reason why he won't be back is the NFL punish system. That's the no, only reason no. why he won't be back. They, they already said they said on Sunday Night Football last night there will be fines for the club and Rogers, but yeah, no else. suspensions okay. unless he does it again. So we have Seattle, Green Bay, and this is going to be just. I can't wait. I can't wait till Rogers takes the field because I've said it so many times on many shows we've done together, Bogman. He has the total fu personality. Yeah, and this is just going to be his moment to be like. Here it is, folks. But Russell's coming back too. Yeah, but Seattle so, can't play defense. They can't. Uh, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think the the Packers defense did play well last week. For like I don't know what to against th- Arizona too. I don't know what to think about this game. I mean, I think the uh, overs uh, the play of the game personally. Forty nine and a half. Oh yeah. All right, you're going to be the confident one in this game because oh, I have no time. confidence. I uh, I said popcorn ready. Popcorn he, ready. Here's the one thing I really like in this game. Aaron Jones to shut everybody up. That's what I like in this game uh, against, uh, you know, Rogers is going to come in on Saturday. So he's going to be a little bit underprepared. It's still Aaron Rodgers. Do you think so you he needs to there. practice? I don't, but <laughs> it, it's a factor, you know, and um, Seattle can't stop anything on defense. No, so no. yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited to see Aaron Jones gash them. See, the thing is Rogers will want to do his thing. I think the Jones call could be, it could be the zig when they zag thing. Because everyone's going to expect yeah. Rodgers to just throw 45 times. Yeah, I mean, that'd be dumb, but... It would be, uh, but hey. I just don't... You're playing against Seattle. You don't need to put the ball up that many times. I'm with right? you. I'm with you. You know. 
Uh, Sunday Night Football actually could be a good one if Kansas City decides to play football, but it's Kansas City goes into Vegas to face the the Raiders, and honestly, the Raiders are dogs, but the way the, that the Chiefs are playing football, I like the Raiders in this game, Bob. Wrong team favorite again, yeah, Bob, I like, think. so. Kansas City's been bad. Question for you on Kansas City. Um, I know, I'm pretty sure I know your answer because it's so hard to do, but if you're rostering Patrick Mahomes, how do you keep starting him? Because you've seen him play before I know. and you've seen him go nuts and he's lost all that he's losing stuff. Me, he's losing me weeks now. Yeah. I mean, he, That's him the and Tyreek Hill lost uh, for Kelsey. the Walsh and I in flex. So, and Kelsey, they've, they've, Kelsey they've at least got in a stupid end zone, but yeah, he's been underperforming. It's, you know, we're not getting the Kelsey and Tyreek weeks that we used to get. No. We're getting the Tyreek or Kelsey weeks. And um, Mahomes hasn't been doing great. I mean, the Raiders cut another. Uh, yeah. corner this because of uh idiotness. So, um, I think I this is a hard game to pick with the way both these teams have been playing. How, what do you what are you picking the over here? Do you go over or under? Man, I think you almost have this. to go under because of yeah. the way the Chiefs' offense has been playing. But yeah, that's I, why I don't want to take the over. You easily but... see it. You easily yeah. see how they get to the over. You're just you're just waiting for that one week where it just clicks. Right, and they're going to put up thirty-five points easily. Yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. Right. So, like, do you want to be the guy that like gets burned? That's the issue. But uh, that'll be a fun one to break down as the week goes on because yeah. with the Raiders, there'll probably be more news. That's just the way it's yeah. going to go these days. Yeah. So keep an eye on that. And then Monday Night Football, the uh, Los Angeles Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners are just just continually falling downhill in a, in a quick, quick pace. And we've seen Los Angeles. You mentioned their two losses were at home. This is on the road. And when they lost last time, they bounced back in a big way. I foresee that happening yet again as four-point road favorites. Yeah, I would think so, too. Uh, hopefully, we get Vaughn Miller in this game, too, to see what he can do and how good this defense can play because they look terrible. You know, it's not like Ryan Tannehill didn't do a lot to win that game. So I just don't think the Rams are going to make those same types of mistakes that they made on Sunday Night Football. So I do expect them to win that game, too. Yep, should be a good one, but we'll have an 11-game main slate to preview for you on Friday. We'll pick all the games, as usual, for you on Thursday. We'll have a Baltimore-Miami Thursday night showdown podcast, and if you're ready for me going full tilt, that'll be the best 10 to 15 minutes of your life. Trust <laughs> me, because trying to pick some Dolphins to actually love is going to be tough wow. for me to do. But no, if, if, if two is active, I'll be more interested to be contrarian. I'll be honest. Most uh, the Ravens, and I don't know if this is still true after this week, but uh, going into this week, they were dead last in uh, passing yards against uh, in passing defense. So and, Waddle could be good. And worse against tight ends. Mm. Just throwing mm. it out there. Just throwing it out mm. there. Mm. I like it. Throw it out there. But we'll break that down for you as the week goes on. Remember, reminder to you all, if you'd like to watch us, my goofy faces and stuff, and Bogman's, you know, Colt McCoy looks, uh, go ahead and uh, check us out on the Liza Star YouTube channel um, and give it a go subscribe and uh, a like there. That'd mean a lot to us. Or give us a rate and review on iTunes. That would be the best as well. Like I said, we'll be back with you guys on Thursday with two shows, Friday with our normal DFS preview. Check out Lion Star on Twitter at Lion Star app and at Lion Star NFL. Bogman at Bogman Sports. I'm at Pediatric. Another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast in the books. See you guys later. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast. Presented by Line Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football.